I feel like the next, like the newest segment of this podcast is what thing will Robin say that makes Jessica just want to walk away from podcasting forever? <laughs> and what will Robin say that makes Amber want to be involved in this for the end of time? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode four of Anamorphous Discussion, a podcast that taught me my memory is not as good as I thought it was, <laughs> but these books sure are, kind of. I'm Robin, <laughs> and I'm joined today by my regular co-host, Jessica. Hi. And once again, special guest co-host, Amber. Hello, invited back for some unknown reason. Just, you know, we got thousands of postcards just begging to have you back on the show, Amber, so we couldn't... Even though that episode you know, hasn't been posted yet. No, yeah, I'm yeah. sure that that's true. That sounds right. I'm going to believe that. I mean, it makes me feel good. I haven't okay. checked my mail today, but I'm pretty sure it's full of postcards saying, right. please bring Amber back on the show. Yeah, oh, well, thank you. Thank you, all of you. All of yeah. you who are listening. <laughs> so, Amber. really quick, speaking of last episode, sorry to just, like, jump right out the gate with this. Um, I forgot that last episode we looked up the book cover for this book, mm, and I just yeah. looked up the book cover because I was like, oh, I wonder what the weird book cover is for this one. And I fr- like, I think that I had like scrubbed it from my memory because it is horrifying. It's the dolphin, isn't it? It's the yep, dolphin, yep. and it's yep horrifying. It's so bad that in between stage, which is the only thing I remembered about this whole series is so bad on this one. It's so scary. <laughs> yep. So, oh, wow, that is really bad. <laughs> so I actually, when I was downloading this, I actually read the the Kindle, like, description, and it turns out that in real life, these are lentricular book covers, so, like, you turn it and it, the, it morphs in front of you, and that's why... Oh, yeah, I remember that. But hmm. uh, when it's just a still image... And they chose for the still image the middle part. Mm-hmm. It's just the worst. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Truly baffling. Terrifying. And only the first six books have lint- were re-released with lentricular covers, so we're good. Oh, fancy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of last episode, Amber, why don't you tell me what happened in the last book? Oh dear. Um, the saddest thing in. Animorphs history, I'm going to say, even though we're only now four books in, happened yeah, give it time. ever <laughs> in the third book, uh, the Lady Hawk that Tobias was mm-hmm. drawn to, we'll say quote unquote drawn to, uh, after mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. rescued her, was murdered by the evil alien guys, and I definitely remember what they're called. Um Good. Yep. They go into people's ears and take over. But I mm-hmm. definitely remember what they're called. Good. And yep. And Tobias was dealing with some some heavy, you know, teenage angst. But to be <laughs> fair, I think he was kind of justified because he is a hawk and no one can understand exactly what he's going through. So Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. 
and they tried to take down one of the alien dudes' ships, too. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I remember. Do you remember... Give me a little flavor. Uh, what ship and what was their great plan for taking it down? <laughs> Ooh. Um... You're terrible! <laughs> oh my god, is your dog an anamorph? Oh, is she trying to keep us from revealing their plan? trying to communicate. <laughs> Just use thought speak, Junie. I know. It's so much more effective. Did she hear me? Is she doing it? Ooh, she did stop barking. <laughs> that was good. Thanks, Robin. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no, it no. didn't work. <laughs> False alarm. Damn it. So... The ship, the alien dudes, that's what I keep calling them, the alien dudes ship was, I think it was described as sort of like a manta ray, and it would Mm -hmm. fly around and go to lakes and suck up water and air that they needed when they were traveling around through space and or time. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) so the... The hero Animorph kids decided that they were going to morph into fish to be sucked up by the manta ray ship when it sucked up all the water so they could get in the ship and get rid of the cloaking device Mm -hmm. and then destroy it. Yeah. But for some reason they couldn't just be fish in the water as the ship was sucking it up so they had to be fish in a cave. And Tobias, the kid stuck as a hawk for the rest of his life, had to hawk shuttle them in his talons from a cave where fish can't mm-hmm. breathe, because it's not uh-huh. in the water, um, back into the water that the manta ray alien dude ship was sucking up out of the lake there. And they, they had to That's be true. individually shuttle hawked. <laughs> Shuttlehawk. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah. Hashtag yes. That's going. That's one of the tags for this yes. episode. That's, that's probably trademarked. <laughs> Shuttlehawked. Uh, Jessica, anything that you want to add about last week's episode? Um, I feel like she got it. I'm, she kind of like nailed the, it. There's a lot with uh, Tobias's sort of like breakdown where he was freaking out about how he's a hawk and he like flew into the mall and was, like, smashing himself on things. Mm-hmm. And it got real dark for a while there. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it totally did. did. So this book is book four. <laughs> and it's narrated by Cassie, Jessica's favorite character. Finally. Yeah. Not Rachel. Not what? Rachel. See? I Not Rachel. something. Yes. I'm very proud of you, Amber. Thank you. You've done <laughs> it. That's the last time you're going to say that this whole episode. <laughs> I'm actually really proud of your ability to recount the last episode. Well, thanks. Cause you, I'm trying to you did soak great. up all of this Animorphs knowledge. And and also you told me before we started recording that you were three beers deep, so that's like extra good. That is yeah. true. I Well, maybe it's making me super powered at remembering just specifically information about the Animorphs. <laughs> that would be great. Can I... I I should start drinking because I forget a lot of stuff about the Animorphs. I thought I knew so much more than I did. There is something, though, that you don't forget. Uh-huh. Uh, something that we kind of forgot about, though, at the end of the last episode. Uh-oh. So so I do forget. Uh-oh. Well, Sunk. it wasn't you that... It, th- this one was on all of us. Yeah, it was all mm-hmm. of us. So Amber has to keep guessing what that alien's name is that I hate. 
Mm-hmm. Until we meet him, which will yeah. be, spoiler alert, in this episode. Oh, no. Is it really? Yep. Ugh. I know that his, or its, names is something with an axe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He does confirm that he is male. Okay. So his name is something that starts with axe, and that is all I know. So, Ooh. the hills have eyes, axe murder man is what I think. <laughs> so close. That's a good, so that's close. a good guess. I try. I try. Okay, I also have, <laughs> I also have another excellent uh, segment for this show, and it's what stupid thing does the book open with that these kids shouldn't be doing? Mm, I Ooh, like it. Excellent. If you remember the first book, they walk through a construction site alone at night. Right. Yeah. Right. After specifically thinking that they shouldn't do it. Right. Yeah. Having been warned multiple times never to do that. Mm-hmm. The second book opened with them in, as a bunch of different birds of prey just like floating all together and then stealing a guy's shotgun and beer. Mm-hmm. Not, not the, good. The third book opened with Tobias trying to free a bird while Rachel turned into an elephant and stomped on cars. Yep. Seems fine to just... me. Okay, <laughs> well, <laughs> this fourth one is slightly more innocuous, but still very stupid. It opens with Cassie in the barn. Uh, if you remember, the barn is the wildlife rehabilitation clinic where she and her dad work to treat injured animals. Mm-hmm. And she's preparing to morph into a squirrel. Okay. And the reason that she's preparing to morph into a squirrel is because an animal has been getting in at night and killing some of the birds. And they don't know where, how it gets in. Oh, so she's going to morph into a squirrel to find out. Oh. What? Why wouldn't she morph into something big? Yeah. Mm, good question. So anyway, she morphs into a squirrel, and then Tobias shows up before she manages to get control of the squirrel brain. Uh-oh. And actually, I really like the way that the the squirrel part is kind of written, because she's like, predators, predators everywhere! Ooh, is that a nut? Oh my god, predators, predators, predators! Ooh, a <laughs> nut! Is that a nut over there? <laughs> like... It's great. That's perfect. Anyway, Tobias tries to eat her, but or he tries to catch her, and then she finally regains her own mind and says, like, no, Tobias, it's me. And he's like, oh, jeez, why wouldn't you tell me? I nearly ate you. And she was like, ha yeah. Anyway, something's been getting in, and then it gets in, and it's a fox, and they found the fox's secret passageway, and Tobias huh. scares the fox away. So not as, like obviously dumb to the rest of the world, like the stomping on cars or the stealing a shotgun, but still not the best use of your fantastical alien gift, I would yeah, say. Yeah, that's, like, still why wouldn't not she turn it. into, like, she could have turned into a fox. She could have turned into a dog and then she could, like, sniff it out. Yeah, yeah, she could definitely do that, or a wolf, because she's has wolves and she's been one so she doesn't need to worry about just you know morph into anything that your friend that is permanently now a hawk would not want to eat yeah always assume there's gonna if there's a predator that's eating birds why would you morph into something that is smaller than a bird Yeah. yeah yeah also like Morphing is great, and I would love to be able to do it, and if I could do it, I think I'd probably use any opportunity I could get to do it. But, like, also cameras exist? Mm. Yeah. Can't you... I mean, you can solve this problem without morphing. Yeah. Put a camera mm-hmm. up there. 100%. Yeah. Anyway. 
so Tobias is there, and then Cassie talks to him a little bit about why she was morphing, and now they now they found that where the fox was getting in so they can fix it. But she's like, man, I should have just stayed in bed. Dreams are no dreams. And Tobias is like, dreams? What dreams? And she said, oh, I've just been having these really weird dreams about the sea. And he said, the sea, huh? And a voice calling out to you from beneath the waves. Dun, dun, dun! They're having the same dream. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm, in. <laughs> I'm just okay. waiting for I get some it. kind yeah. of reaction. Yeah. Yeah, a little that was with the dungeon. It's fine. I okay. I mean the the dun 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 I thought just sort of implied that I wanted it's fine. Anyway, so they tell <laughs> Yep. They tell the rest of the animorphs about it. Uh Rachel and Marco are kind of skeptical. Jake is the strong silent type. Also Jake and Cassie both like each other. Basically the only one who's not romantically connected to someone else in the group is Marco. Hmm. Yeah. It kind of makes me like Marco the best. I kind of yeah. liked Marco the best growing up, too. Like, I related to Rachel because she was a tall girl, but I liked Marco because he was funny and single. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> funny and single. <laughs> it's going to go in on my new business cards. Funny and single. <laughs> funny and single. And on the front is just like 555, 555. Oh no, it'll be my real phone number. It'll be Jessica, boss bitch, funny and single. That's and then it. my phone and number. And that's it. Yeah. Oh, that and would I'll, be even I'll better. I'll hand it out with a wink. Yeah. <laughs> You'll notice yeah, that yeah, it yeah. says funny and a single yeah. wink. <laughs> no phone number, no Twitter handle, no email, just <laughs> <Yep>. Jessica, <laughs> Maybe boss some bitch, funny and single. Once in a while, too. <laughs> exactly. I like it. Yeah. So they talk about how they've had the same dream. And it feels very, very real and very weird. And then Jake reveals that he has this VHS tape. And so I, sh- I should back up. These The first six books that were re-released with lentricular covers, they were updated slightly so they wouldn't be as dated with 90s references. So he pulls out the VHS tape and says, Not everyone has DVR. Rachel, can we watch this on your mom's old VCR? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so they watch it and it's he taped he taped like a morning news segment of a guy who found a piece of weird metallic wreckage on the beach and it's got like weird alien looking writing on it and Jake says, "When I went inside the Andalite ship to get the morphing cube that gave us all of our morphing powers, I saw writing, and it looks kind of like that. I think it might be the same alphabet. I think there might be an Andalite ship that crashed into the water. And Marco's like, how would they be calling us? That doesn't make any sense. And they argue back and forth about it for a while. Are they Uh, arguing back and forth because they genuinely have different ideas, or because it's like the, the... teen idea the stereotype of like there's two guys and they both want to be in charge and they're not sure who's the leader of the group uh they're they're not jake is the clear uncontested leader of the group okay and not that he wants to be but everyone looks to jake especially oh, a reluctant leader that's yeah jake is the trend. reluctant that's leader. another yep that's a whole nother thing. yep yep uh so they decide to go down to the beach and see if they can if if Cassie and Tobias get maybe a stronger feeling, or oh shoot, dang it, I did forget <laughs> when they watch the the clip 
and Jake says he thinks it's an Andalite ship. Tobias and Cassie both faint, and Cassie mm. has the dream again, but it feels way stronger, and she dreams of, like, falling through the water and someone say, saying, I'm here, please, please come save me, I won't be able to survive much longer, please, I'm here. And then she wakes up and Rachel's about to call 911, but Cassie's like, no, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then Tobias wakes up too. And they're like, 911 can't help him. To Rachel, put the phone down. Oh, no. The house phone. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, so they go down to the beach to see if they can get a stronger feel for it, for like what's calling to them. And they they notice a bunch of controllers with... Uh, flashlights walking along the beach searching for things too so they hide in the dunes uh, but they get spotted and they're running away and they get shot at and they lose them in the dunes double back jump into the ocean and morph into trout which are not saltwater fish so it's very uncomfortable for them (laughs) and an interesting two interesting things happen number one the controller's say that they, something about Visor 3 having visions. Visor 3 is the Andalite controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they that sort of confirms to them that he is also having these weird dreams about someone calling to him from beneath the waves. They, they assume it's an Andalite by this point. I mean, right. all the clues are there. It, it feels like thought speak calling to them from beneath the waves. Uh, so the other thing is that the controllers see the footprints leading into the water, and they're like, these are human footprints, but I don't see anyone in the water. Is it possible that Visor 3 is wrong? That these aren't Andalite bandits? That they're that they're human? And Chapman is like, Visor 3 wrong? Ha, huh, maybe, but I'm not going to be the one to tell them. And then they just go on about their business. What? <laughs> <laughs> they find some clothes, and they think, eh, probably a coincidence. <laughs> And the Animorphs escape. So they decide that they're going to go try to rescue the Andalite that's trapped under the sea. And they go to the gardens, which is the zoo slash amusement park where Cassie's mom is like the head vet. And they go in to the dolphin habit, you know, the dolphin tank, I guess. Dolphin tank. Does that sound right? Yeah, sure, the tank. dolphin area. Yeah. The dolphin yeah. place. The dolphinarium. The, the dolphinarium. dolphinarium. They, yeah, that's they go- that's the official term for it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. They go to the dolphinarium, and Cassie talks to one of the dolphin trainers, who she knows because she's there a lot because her mom works there, uh, and chats with them, and the woman's like, yeah, you can feed them if you want. It won't upset their schedule. Just don't let Joey get them all. He's kind of a bully. And then she leaves them alone. Now, I've given you some clues that this was the 90s, uh, this, these books were written in the 90s. Were they? Early 2000s? Eh. When I was in middle school. And uh, one of the six dolphins is named Joey. Can you guess <laughs> the names of the other five dolphins? No way. No. Are you serious? Uh, Chandler, Ross, no. Monica, Rachel, yes. and Phoebe. I love it. <laughs> are the way. other dolphins. When they updated this for modern times, they did not update the Friends reference. Good. <laughs> anyway, so they all acquire dolphins and go to the, the ocean, trying to, and except for Tobias, who's like, I'm not going to be able to help you basically at all with this. So, 
Sorry, I'll, I'll try to keep watch from the shore as best I can. But he feels pretty bad that he can't do anything to help. But the rest of them morph dolphins, and being a dolphin is amazing. It's like, everything is a game, and it's so much fun, and they can use echolocation, and they can dive real deep and then jump into the air and do somersaults, and everyone loves it. And then Tobias is like, uh, guys, you... You have a mission, right? Don't 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 let the animals' instincts like overpower you. And they're like mission. And he's like, yeah, you're supposed to find the Andalite ship. And Rachel's like, oh, find the ship. I bet I can do it first. And they're like, no, me, me. So and they they're still having a time to be dolphins. Yeah, they were dolphins, dolphins for forever. like twenty five minutes, just chilling and like having a a great time. Mm. Uh, so they're echolocating, and then they see something not an Andalite ship. It's a pack, a school. It's a bunch of sharks. And they're mm. attacking a whale. Oh. Or, as they call them when they're dolphins, a great one. Uh, wow. So they decide they have to go save the whale. The great one. <laughs> the great one. The great one. Yeah. And they what attack the sharks. Say what? What kind of whale was it? It was a humpback whale, about 40 Ooh, feet long. That is a great one. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> oh, also, I forgot to mention that Cassie was uneasy about them morphing into dolphins because dolphins are intelligent, and she thought... She felt like it would it was be no better than the Yerks taking over a body because they're creating a, a new animal, but they're still controlling the new animal. And controlling another sentient being like that feels... Cassie, Cassie has a lot of emotions. Hmm. She's the most empathetic of the group and the most attuned to animals. And the best morpher. That's huh. that's beside the point. I mean, it's not really beside the point. <laughs> you could be a best morpher. <laughs> See, this is a competition. Everything's a competition. Everything's she's the best morpher. She, she's the fastest and she does it the prettiest. What? So she doesn't have that awkward stage in the middle that they have on the cover? No, she does. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the way they describe morphing in the books is actually much creepier than it is on the cover. Oh, no, I don't like this. Because, like, you'll be human, and then all of a sudden your nose is going to bulge out into dolphin nose. No. And uh, your legs will just shrivel, but you'll still be completely human. Or, like, you'll be covered in scales and be, like, three feet tall with little, like, T-Rex arms. <laughs> no. Be, you know, the mid-morphs are way different than they are on the book covers. It's even worse sounding than on the book cover. Yeah, it's... I don't... I, I feel like I have to mention this in every episode, but the first core theme of the series is horror. <laughs> so they fight the sharks and eventually send them away, you know, send them off running, but... Swimming. Swimming. But Marco has been grievously injured. Oh, oh no. His tail is hanging on by a thread. Oh, no. And he's going, to, he's going to die. No. And they don't know what to do. Transform back. So Cassie decides that he should transform back. Come on. Because Morphin uses DNA, and his human DNA isn't injured. Right. And then he should be able to morph back into a dolphin, and Man, he should and be good it. as new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cassie knows her shit. Yeah. Uh, so he 
demorphs to human. He's like, but you know that I can't swim. His mom drowned a couple years ago and they never found her body. And at one point he's like, I'm going to die just like my mom did. And my dad, he's not going to be able to hang on. And like, it was very, very touching and emotional. Marco narrates the next book. Uh, So he he morphs back and they support him in the water. And then the great one comes up from underneath him, like a little floating island. And lifts him up so that he can rest on his back because he's grateful for their help in fighting off the sharks and then he talks to cassie in whale talk (laughs) shut your face the great one does (laughs) the great one talks to cassie in whale talk he says come here little one and then he fills her mind with images and like images (laughs) i don't know and tells her about his life as a whale and how many things he's seen, but he's never seen a little one become a human before. And Cassie's like, we're not exactly little ones. And he's like, I know you're something new in the sea and you're not the only new thing. And then he tells Cassie where this downed alien ship is that he's seen on the bottom of the sea. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Can I just say that all I've ever wanted in my entire life is to have like an image based mind conversation with a whale. That's all I've ever wanted. Me too, wanted. buddy. Yeah. That's all any of us I don't know why wanted. I didn't read these books as a kid. This is... Seriously. Like, this is prime Amber. This is me. I want this. <laughs> yeah. As I was reading this book, I was like, why is Amber not in on this? I know. This, yeah. like, what? We didn't even know each other when you were reading these books, but you should have told me about these books, man. I should have. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. You're so right. Man. I'm so sorry. Uh, anyway, their time's almost up, so they, so Marco morphs back into a dolphin, and he's fine, because of DNA, and then they swim back to shore, and, and swim up the river, they, they have a good spot for, for morphing and demorphing without getting caught, don't worry about it too much, mm-hmm. mm. uh, and then on another day, they launch their plan, which is, first they're gonna transform into seagulls, oh, here it comes, and hitch a ride on a boat, that's going out in the right direction and then demorph to human, uh, ride it for about an hour and then jump over the side and morph into dolphins and go the rest of the way. Question. With no one seeing them. Well, well, right. I mean, yes. that's question number one. Okay. They pick a cargo ship with like <sighs> big containers, crates, mm. me- metallic crates. Yes. Okay. Question number two. Yeah. Well, I'm going to add another question on there. How long do they have to be in anamorph form when they're transformed until they're stuck forever, like Tobias? Two hours. Two hours. Okay. So they can't go the entire distance as dolphins. Right. Because it's too far for them to get there in the time limit and stuff. Uh, so, So they decide that they'll demorph on the container ship and rest for the hour and let it take them closer. Sure. Before they do, jump off. How long do they have to stay demorphed between morphs? That's good. Uh, it doesn't. It it can be immediate. Not they specific. can demorph and immediately so, start morphing. So then my question is, why don't they all just go as dolphins? And then right. when they hit, when they get close to the two hour mark, they just like take turns demorphing and like supporting each other. Because if question. they just have to like demorph real quick and then morph back, they can like one person could just like lay on the back of the dolphin for a second and like <gasps> and catch their breath so and then remorph. Yes, I agree that that would be a very good plan. 
They don't do that. Um, How long does it take to morph? About two minutes. Oh, so super fast. Yeah, it's not that. It's it's a pretty quick. I mean, I don't know. Two minutes is fat is a lot slower than in the show or whatever, where they two just make a slurping sound. Long enough hmm? that it would be terrifying to see that in between stage. Oh God, yes. It would be, it would be horrifying. It'd be like a thousand years. Ugh. Um. Do they have to? So they were going to be seagulls and then humans and then dolphins. Do they have mm-hmm. to come back to the human stage for that two hours to reset, or can they just transform to something else? No, they have to. They have to come back to human. You can't morph from one thing into another thing. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So you have to. So what mm-hmm. they could do though is like fly out as seagulls and then just like hang out in the air, like high enough up that they could just like really quickly morph back into humans and then back into dolphins before they hit the water. Or I guess Ooh. not if it takes two minutes. Never mind. Yeah, I don't think you can free fall for two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, like, it still stands, though. They could just, like, be seagulls and, like, land, like, just, like, fly close enough to the water that they morph into humans and just, to, like, gently plop into the water. Yeah. And then, like, morph into dolphins as soon as that's done. Yeah. Look, you make a great point. The thing about morphing that they mentioned in the second book is that it's kind of tiring, so it can take a lot out of you, which might be one reason why they wanted to rest, because they knew that they had to uh, get down, you know, search the ocean still and rescue the Andalite and whatever. Okay, yeah, we're we're spending a lot of time on this morphing thing. Let's move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get <laughs> no, it. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you asked so that we can, you know, discuss it and make sure we're all on the same page. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so... They turn into seagulls, and they find a ship going approximately the right direction. Oh, the other thing is that they see they find two more news stories about, like, someone is looking for a buried treasure ship, and someone is... Hang on, I think I have it saved. It's It boils down to two cover stories for the Yerks to be searching the ocean near them. Basically, like, someone is like, oh, I'm going on this expedition to find this sunken ship, and then someone else is like, oh, I'm going on the, I'm doing this research, you know, for fish science, marine biology, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure fish science is the correct term. For for fish science. (laughs) For ocean learning. Nailed it. Yes. Anyway, so they realize that they they are definitely on a time limit because those those are there's definitely controllers on those ships who are orchestrating this and it's just a cover so that no one will be suspicious why there's a lot of boats and divers in the water anyway so they get on a cargo ship they demorph tobias gives them a watch that he's been wearing don't ask and he's like all right good luck i'll see you if you come out alive this is horrifying for me (laughs) and they stay on the ship for about an hour. It's going about 18 miles an hour. So they're going 18 miles out to sea. It's very they use knots. I wonder why. I Just a quick question. How far into the book are we now? Close to the end? More than halfway. Okay. okay. Well, that's something at least. Yep. <laughs> they go over the side. They morph into dolphins. They swim around. Cassie leads them, using the memories that the whale gave her. And they find a park in a dome under the ocean. What? Just a 
big, huge glass dome, and inside is blue grass and trees that look like broccoli, and it just is like a huge dome. Nope, I'm out. Clearly, nope. clearly from an alien world. Nope. Hmm. I and... swim away. I choose my own adventure. <laughs> I pick the page where it says swim away. Nope. So they where swim it down. Says, not today, Satan, and get nope. the fuck out. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not for me. They swim down, uh, almost running out of breath, and they see that there's like a bulgy bit on one side of the of the dome, and they swim to it, and it's like a hatch with a panel. So they push the panel, one of them pushes the panel with their nose, they go into the hatch, they push it again, the water starts draining out, they demorph, and they push the panel to go into the dome, and then they immediately are knocked unconscious with what? a stun beam. And when they wake up, there's an Andalite there. Son. And he says, what are you doing here? How did, like, w- w- I, I stunned you because I don't know who you are, but if you try to attack me, I'm going to kill you. And they're like, no, we heard your call. We're here. We're friends. And he's like, how could you have heard my call? It was to my cousins, not to you. Anyway, long story short, this is Alfangor's little brother. Mm-hmm. He was on- Whose name it's, is Amber Latira. It's whose? It's whose little brother? What's his name? Oh, Elfangor was the Andalite prince who gave them their powers and then died. Oh. Um, From book one. So he's related to Axie, Ax, Axerson. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. Axfangor. You know, just going by the family name. Ooh. You know. That's, mm. a, that's a good one, yeah. yeah. Would, it, would it help if I told you Elfangor's full name? Uh, probably not, but sure. Uh, Elfangor's full name was Elfangor Serenial Shamtul. Uh, All hyphenated. So upsetting. Axfangor Chantrell Moscato. That's <laughs> that's what the Axe dude's name is. Beautiful. I love you, You're Amber. right, Robin. That did help. <laughs> <laughs> so, his name... Is Aximili Escaroth Isthil. No. What? I, do- <laughs> I don't know how you didn't get it from all of the clues I left. Right. I was so close, though. If you were, you were just right there. I wanted to give you the point, but my boss is a real stickler, so. Right. <laughs> okay. So, uh, turns out the dome is part of their, as part of one of their ships called a dome ship. Huh. It basically it. floats through space like a big mushroom with the dome perched on top. Mushroom? What? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> they take their home with them wherever they go. And the Yurks hate that. Axe knows a lot about the Yurks, but we find out that he's not allowed to tell things to people. He's like, my brother, I mean, my brother would be mad at me. And they're like, well, but he's I mean, dead. he gave us the, he's dead, first of all. And would what you tell us be any worse than what he did, which was give us morphing powers that no one else in the galaxy except for Andalites has? Mm. And he was like, I'll table that discussion for later. Let's get out of here. So they get out of there uh, just in time because the Yurks are dropping bombs or depth charges, something, on the dome to shatter it because they don't want to question the Andalite or convert him or infest him they're just like nope kill him are they Great still idea. dolphins while they're talking to axe man 
No, they went to the dome. As soon as the water started draining from the hatch, they demorphed. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. And then uh, they get back in the hatch. It starts filling up with water and they morph four dolphins and one shark. Axe was a shark. Oh. He, he had... He, they were like, uh, how are we going to get him out of here? And he's like, oh, I saw a large sea creature swimming by, so I stunned it and acquired it because I thought it would help me escape later. So it was very convenient and they didn't need to worry about it. Mm, and then perfect. they started swimming away as the dome ship was destroyed behind them. And Axe was too young to fight, uh, so they made him stay in the dome, but then they had to detach the dome for better maneuverability and then it fell out of orbit and landed in the ocean. That's why he's there. It wasn't a great plan for the Andalites. Because mm. they all died. Except him. Mm. So they swim away, and they think they're free and clear, except taxons. Do you remember them? They're like the big centipedes. What? Oh, uh, yeah. No, what? Yeah. They're like giant centipedes that are bigger than a person. No, stop. With a ravenous hunger. No, centipedes are already not okay. You have too many legs. I don't understand yeah, why they need to exist. You have too many legs. Yeah. It also turns out that taxons are incredibly good swimmers. Stop. And a bunch of them dropped into the water and came after the anamorphs. Uh, but fortunately, Cassie has this great speech about like the ocean. Oh, uh, the animal fact I learned was that scientists, at least when this was written, believed that dolphins had actually evolved on land and then gone back to the water. Uh-huh. I don't know For how real? true that is. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's what Cassie said. I don't know. If I can't trust a fictional 13-year-old girl, who can I trust? True. That's my animal fact. Dolphins maybe were once land creatures. Huh. Anyway, and then she was like, and sharks are perfect killing machines. They haven't had to change much over the years. And that's I don't know what see the taxons evolved in, but it was nothing. It was nowhere near as tough as Earth's. And then they, like ram the taxons and defeat them easily because they basically as soon as a dolphin rams into it with its beak uh the taxon just basically explodes do you say it's beak what yeah whatever the front part of a dolphin's face is called i believe the proper scientific term is snoot okay (laughs) i'm sorry yeah you're so right when a dolphin rams a taxon with its snoot yeah. The taxon bursts like a balloon full of pus. Oh, I So they don't oh, have has any trouble killing controllers of other like alien species? No, they the Yurks have gone across the universe. No, no, can... I mean like the kids. Like they know that these are like aliens that have been taken over they're by the Yurks. Oh yeah, they're they don't... just chill with like, oh, but we just gotta like kill them though. We can't like try to get the Yurks out or anything. Yeah. Uh yeah, there's, I mean, this is indefensible, but in their defense, they know that all the taxons are willing controllers. None of them are involuntary. Hmm. They but teamed up with the Yurks so they could get fresh meat. there's humans that are willing controllers too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And they don't try to kill them. Oh. Taxons are gross. That's True. why they do it. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. It just seems like... Kind yeah. Of, kind of, kind of convenient that sort of a moral... What's the word? Like a sliding scale of morals based on how gross the creature is. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. So anyway, they kill the taxons, and then they're swimming away, and then something big drops into the water behind them. And obviously it's Visor 3 who morphed a big terrifying alien creature, 
that can swim very fast. It's basically like three big sacks of air, and it's covered in little fishtails. And the air goes, foom, 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 and like shoots it forward. And then while it's refilling, the fishtails are just like frantically flapping. Super gross. Yeah. And he's gonna, he's gonna eat them. Uh, But they're trying really hard to get away, and they're tiring, and Wizard 3's morph is not tiring, and they know that he's like right behind them. And Cassie sends out a silent cry to the Great Ones to help them. And then two big sperm whales ram the Marduk. The Marduk is the name of the creature that Mr. Three morphed. They ram him, and then the humpback whale lashes him with its tail. Basically a pod of different species of whales come to their rescue. And Cassie muses that it was like the sea itself had called to them to rid them of this unnatural creature. Alright, okay. So Cassie is actually Aquaman. Or it's oh. a deus ex machina. Deus mm-hmm. ex whale. Whale ex machina? Yep. Anyway. I don't speak Latin. The whales <laughs> give them a ride back to shore. Uh, and they, they demorph and introduce Axe to Tobias. And then Axe is like, I will, uh, I'll, I'll be human. And so then he acquires Cassie. Oh no. And and then Marco, and then Rachel and Jake. And he merges all of their DNA together to make a new person. Oh, disgusting. Who looks a little bit like all of them. No. In between on height and skin color and build. But male, that's when he says, I chose to be male because I am male. So he confirmed that he's male. Unfortunately, they had an extra, like, t-shirt and pair of boxer shorts. I don't know why. Hmm. But they're like, here you go, put these on. And then they set him up behind Cassie's farm. There's like a, a, you know, it backs onto the forest. So they're like, there's a good place for him. And then at the end of the book, Cassie goes to the dolphin. She sneaks into the gardens and goes back to the dolphinarium. And (laughs) uh, shows and morphs into a dolphin and plays with the dolphins in a way to be like, I wanted to show them what I had done so that I could feel like I got their permission. But once I had, all I wanted to do was play. So we played. The end. Huh. Uh. And that's the story of Animorphs number four. The what message. is the title of this book? The Message. Okay. Okay. Axe, risked, uh, Axe had been there for a couple of weeks before he risked sending out a call using mirror wave technology, which works by... He's not permitted to say... Uh, that's not fair yeah it's clearly tied in some way to the morphing power and Tobias and Cassie felt it most strongly because Tobias is permanently morphed and Cassie is the closest to animals and like the the most expert at morphing okay or so they theorize so we know that Cassie is the best morpher Mm -hmm. Uh, can you give like senior superlatives to the rest of them Ooh, it's good. Yeah, can you rank Ooh. the rest of them? Do you mean like best back pockets or what did you say? Best back pockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like uh 
you know, like a drama king and okay. class clown. Like, wh- like if you opened up your high school yearbook and like went to the senior section, mm-hmm. where like well, the seniors all voted on their classmates to get like whatever award. Like Cassie gets best morpher. Of Did course. you actually do that? I don't remember doing that. I did do that. I actually won one. I was at, like, there's a picture of me in my senior yearbook. I do you want to guess what I got? Um, best back pockets. <laughs> It was not best. Best pockets. at morphing we- into other animals. No. Ooh, oh my yes. god! How did you know? I know. I'm good at this. <laughs> um, best hair. Ooh, thank you. No, Ooh, I got drama queen. Ooh, that's what? good too. Yeah. Okay. And my my really good friend from high school got drama king, so we took a great picture together of us being just like way overly dramatic. It was perfect because you're good at it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I also actually, they told us that we both actually also won Class Clown, um, but we had, like, won Drama King and Queen by, like, more than we had won Class Clown, so they gave Class Clown to, like, the runners-up and gave us Drama King and Queen. Okay, okay, okay. It's fair. The more you know. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that picture. You probably have. I posted it on Facebook a couple years ago. Okay. Uh, Senior superlatives. So Marco would be Class Clown. Okay. For sure. Marco was the one that I liked. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rachel. Let me think. Cassie says she she it's like the morphing power unleashed this Amazon warrior that was inside her all along, just waiting to get out. Ooh, I like Rachel too. Yeah, Rachel's pretty cool. She is also a gymnast. And, like, very into fashion. So, Hmm. most stylish Amazon? Nailed it. (laughs) Go with that. Nailed it. Tobias would be... What about Jill of all trades for Rachel? Jill of all trades is very good. Okay, Jill of all trades, yes. Who is most likely to succeed? Uh, Jake. Uh, Yeah, the the reluctant leader. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Dang it, I forgot the best part. Elf, uh, Axe is like, the the Andalites won't come for a year or more. Uh, until then, I will help you. Who is the prince that you serve? And all of them look at Jake. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not a prince. And Axe is like, I will serve you, Prince Jake, until my people return. Oh, no. And oh, my God. like, don't call me prince. And yes. then for the rest of the book, he calls him Prince Jake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so is Axe the one, because I do remember a book cover with, I think, a bluish alien mm-hmm. with weird, like, snail eye stalks turning mm-hmm, yep. into a different animal. Is Axe the one that is that book cover? Yep. Okay. Okay. That would have been either book eight or book 18 or book 28. or It would just end in eight. Right. I have no idea. So, yep, I agree. <laughs> So Jake would be, what was that, most likely to succeed? Yeah, yeah. Tobias would be best hawk. (laughs) Nailed it. High high flyer, Ah. Tobias. Oh, high flyer's Ah. good. It's good. Uh, And Axe would be... Maybe like uh, something about how he's just like curious about the world or something. Is he curious about the world? Child, uh, most full of childlike wonder. Or is he just sort of friendly to everyone? No. When he morphs into a human, 
he talks and he's not used to having a mouth so he keeps on repeating sounds he's hmm. like i chose to be 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 male male because i am a male later on he uh discovers food and it's pretty <laughs> great taste buds do you want to know how andalites eat i don't think they go into this for a like while they don't but yeah i guess they eat through their hooves please stop disgusting they eat <laughs> grass and stop. stuff they crush it beneath their hooves and absorb the nutrients. Okay, I I need this to be done. Are they vegetarians they... or do they eat animal products as well? <laughs> They're they vegetarian animals beneath their hooves. <laughs> beneath their hooves. <laughs> and they dip a, a a hoof into water. I feel like the next like the newest segment of this podcast is what thing will Robin say that makes Jessica just want to walk away from podcasting forever? <laughs> and what will Robin say that makes Amber want to be involved in this for the end of time? Because <laughs> it's the this same the subject thing about crushing it between uh, under their hooves. I just hooves. <sighs> I just. You're not saying it, Jessica. I honestly remember really liking Animorphs when I was a kid. (laughs) But I feel like adult Jessica, just like every time you say shit about it, is like, what the fuck is this bullshit? I cannot believe I ever liked this. And I was into it. Like, we had all the Animorphs books, I think. And we definitely watched the show, like, a lot. (laughs) See? Like, I remember it. See? And I'm the exact opposite. I don't understand why I wasn't into this. I'm totally yeah. on board. I love it. I love that they crush things with their hooves to eat hooves. them. I love it. I love it. Just anything. Anything they can do with their hooves. Um, so does Axe have to turn back into an Andalite every two hours? Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. His, his base form is his Andalite form. So when he demorphs, he demorphs back to Andalite. Hmm. About... It's be tough. About what age in the Andalite species is he? Like, he's is he on the same age yeah, about the same. track as the Animorph kids? Or is he way older than him than them or way younger than them? He, does he get along with them because he's the same, like, maturity as they are? Or... Um... When Visor 3 morphs into a Marduk and... Cassie describes what she, because she like looked at it while they were swimming away, and he's like, oh, that sounds like a Marduk. It makes a sound like, and then it made the sound, and it's like, yes, okay. They they talked about it in school, but I wasn't really paying much attention, but now I recognize it. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Axe, you're just like us. Okay. But an alien. Okay, okay. Most human is what Axe would get. <laughs> That's his senior superlative. Is like Axe that. his nickname that everyone refers to him as? Yes. Okay. Okay. When he asks, uh, when he asks, asks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he asks them who gave them the morphing power, Cassie's like, I don't remember his full name, but part of it was Prince Elfangor, and he was like, No, but I don't know why she didn't remember his full name. <laughs> pretty yeah, easy. it's pretty simple. Yeah, yeah it's Elfangor Serenial yeah. Shamtool. Like, what? Come on. Wow. Did you know that coding is one of the most popular job skills 
in America growing every day, basically. Like, if you Mm. learn to code, you can basically do anything. So I've been learning to code recently. Uh, I've been going to this group called The Sharing. Oh, uh, they have okay. all kinds of classes. They're just, it's just like a great community. They have people there who can help you, people who are learning the same things that you're learning. And it just feels like, like the family that you never had. You know what I mean? And wow. you learn great skills and just like, I, I, I became a full member and I could not recommend it enough. It was huh. the best thing I ever did. Huh. And it's called the sharing? The sharing. Yeah. Interesting. Is it just like local to you? No, they have branches everywhere, all over the world, I think. So, wow. Yeah, definitely check out if you have a local branch. Uh, just give it a shot. Go to one meeting and see because it's just so much fun. You do don't have, have to. I mean, you don't have to go there to learn to code have to or kind of just go in person and check them out in person. Yeah. What was the beginning of that sentence? I'm sorry. You do they have a website? Uh, I don't, I don't know if they do have a website. I should check that out. I, this is, this is not, you know, they didn't pay us to, to advertise them. I just really wanted you two to know. Okay. And all of our listeners to know that the sharing is great. And I just, it changed me a lot. And I feel bad not mentioning it and letting everyone yeah. that I know, know yeah, how great it's been That sounds incredible. The sharing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Check it out when you get a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's been Thank our show. Thank you so much for sharing that information with us. Oh. About the sharing. Uh. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Anamorphous Discussion. Uh, if you like what we do, you should check us out on bitchteamalpha.com. We have other podcasts and written content. Jessica and Amber and I are all on another podcast called Bitches and Liches that is part of the BTA network, uh, where we it's an actual play Blue Rose podcast. Mm-hmm. And we've got lots of other stuff. Definitely give us a listen. Uh, support us on Patreon. And rate and review us on iTunes because that helps us out a whole lot. Um, yeah. Oh, also, Jessica's got a new podcast coming out. It's called Ice to Meet You. And basically what it is is she watches Yuri on Ice with a new person <laughs> every week and uh, discusses her feelings <laughs> with it. I they get to know oh each God. other really well. I would absolutely do that. Incredibly <laughs> every episode interested in such a podcast. <laughs> every episode ends with a different pun from uh, Mr. Freeze. Oh my gosh, Ooh. yes. <laughs> this is a brilliant idea, and yes, I'm all the way in. You heard I felt bad for not folks. saying it. I felt bad for not saying it at the end of Robin Gets Boss today. I meant to. Uh, so. Yeah, that would have been perfect for Robin Gets Boss. They all know how much I love Yariana Ice. Yeah. Thank you all for listening, and bitch team out. Bitch team out. Bitch team out.